0: hello everyone this is lisa living with lisa keeping it real how are you on this beautiful wednesday august 22nd 2018 it is i think a great 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 um summer weather day in upstate new york there is a beautiful breeze it's only like in the 70s there's no humidity it is beautiful i noticed uh, I only got on Facebook for like four or five minutes literally and um a lot of people were posting oh fall's here I think this is like the perfect summer day I'm liking it (laughs) but if you know me well you know I'm not like super hot sun you know even when it's warm out I still sit in the shade so that's how I'm wired so that's the uh so, of course, I like a day like today because I'm not a hot sun kind of person. And this breeze is so beautiful. The only thing it's not conducive of is sitting around the fire because it's too windy. But that was the dryer finishing. Look at, I'm on my third load of laundry today. I have filled a garbage bag already with um, shredding shreds. <laughs> I still have another, like... I, I look at the box and I swear it hasn't gotten any smaller for the amount of shreds I've taken out. But And tomorrow, for those of you listening to the podcast, we'll have a secret on tomorrow's blog. I did tomorrow's blog yesterday, you know, and I can go on ahead of time, schedule them to post. And so I did tomorrow's blog on that I really wanted to do some baking. And I just, I don't know, I'm getting that itch to bake. And I think it probably is... As people are calling it, the more fall like weather, you know, I want to bake. So I did that blog yesterday and I'm like, I want to bake some bread, some donuts. And well, I got up this morning and I said, I'm going to make bread today. Blogging about it just made me want to make bread. So when tomorrow's blog posts on Thursday, they post at four in the morning and I'll have already made my bread. Look at I've already accomplished Thursday's goal, and Thursday's not even here yet. I didn't make donuts though. I will I will make donuts for my dad. I'll probably do that this weekend. He likes these. Oh, well, I don't know what they're called. But it took me a few recipes, a few different tries, but I have figured out how to do it to make this donut that he used to have as a kid. And he he went on a hunt because I said, Dad. You know, here's donuts. Is this the donut? No. Is that the donut? No. I said, well, until you can get me a name of a donut, there's no way I can get a recipe to try to make the donut. And so he went to, who do we all go to when we don't know anything? We go to Google. He went to Google and searched donuts, um, you know, donuts from whatever era it was that... He had this memory, and I'm looking. You can probably hear the papers. I'm just thumbing through my recipes to see so I could tell you what kind of donut it's called. I'm going to have to get it out for Saturday anyway. I'm switching my recipes over into a binder slowly. It'll probably be more of a uh, snow date. Uh, there it is. Kruller Kruller. C-R-U-L-L-E-R-S, Crullers, Crullers. I don't know, I don't know how you pronounce it, but that's, that's his favorite donut, and I'm happy to say, a few chances and tries later, I figured it out, and I got it right, and they, they take multiple steps to make, I will tell you that, but they are really good, <laughs> I told him, I said, these are really good, dad, alright, I like these, <laughs> He goes, I told you they were good. (laughs) So, yeah. um, yeah, So, I'm going to do that this weekend. But I like to make like a donut or a cinnamon roll on the weekend, not during the week. There's something about baking sweetness on the weekend. For me, anyway. So, that's the inside scoop oh another inside scoop well not an inside scoop this is just the scoop for you i set up a page on my website just for the podcast and when you go to lisa m as in mary Buskey.com, dot com l i s a m b u s k e dot com um it opens up to my blog. The first, the home page is my blog. So you'll always see the blog first. The next page or the next tab is podcaster. And so I I was going to do living with Lisa, but that's the name of the whole website. Like I gave it a whole new facelift and took it from Lisa M. Buskey, One Sister's Journey to I think One Sister's Journey living with Lisa and kind of to merge or marry the podcast and the blog together. So on that second tab where it says Podcaster, if you click there, I've just given you a minute in case you're doing it as I'm talking, because that's what I would be doing. You now see ways that you can contact me. How cool is that? So now instead of only having the option to like call and leave me a message through the Anchor app. I mean, you can still respond to a um, blog, you know, like in the comment section. Of course, that's still an option. And I've had people respond on Facebook to where I shared the, you know, the podcast. People have responded underneath in the comment section, and that's still an option. But to make it a little bit more available to you... I switched it up so if you go to the podcaster app it says one way to respond to this podcast and then you can list your name your email in a comment your emails do not go onto a mailing list they don't go they won't be available for people to see it just goes directly to my email my private email and then you just hit the sub submit button so that's one way to respond to a podcast but if you're responding to a podcast you know, make sure you put the title in there. I don't number mine. I give them all a title. A lot of podcasters just say episode 78, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. I don't know. <laughs> That's all I can think up of off the top of my head. So put your name, your email, and then leave a comment. Let me know what bo- um, podcast you're responding to so I can be sure to, you know, in case you're listening to this a year from now because right now it's 2018. And if you're listening a year from now, I might not remember this exact podcast in 365 days. Most likely I will not remember this exact podcast. So let me know which podcast you're responding to. And then I did put up a little question at the bottom, more like a survey type question. And it says, what do you want more of? Thank you for your feedback. And I, and I gave four options faith-filled podcast like I do on Friday, the faith-filled Friday. You know, do you want another day of the week of a faith-filled message? Inspirational, motivational, or other? I mean, is there something else you would like to hear or learn about? Let me know. You click the other button, you hit submit, and that goes directly to my email. Nothing will appear on the website. It's not available for other people to see. Um, but I'm trying to find other ways that you guys can reach me and I'm working on one other way that you would be able to call in if you're not on anchor and I've noticed in my numbers on spotify there's quite a few more spotify listeners so if you're listening to um living with lisa keeping it real via spotify air five Shh. what do you think did you air five me all right let's try it again one two three air five all right now that we've celebrated and high-fived and into a little dance let's keep moving yeah great ways now you can contact me via Facebook as normal, living with Lisa, keeping it real, private message or leaving a comment. My, my, like following the blog at lisambusky.com. You can actually follow the blog, respond to the blog. Or there's an actual podcaster tab on my website at lisambusky.com. And I post a direct link on my Facebook page. So if you want a direct link to the website to where you can actually submit feedback or answer the what do you want more of survey question. If you go to the Living With Lisa, Keeping It Real website, or, oh my gosh, Facebook, excuse me, Facebook page. Boy, that was a challenge. You can get, just click on the link and it'll take you right to the page on my website for you to leave a comment. Trying to make it easier, make it user-friendly, right? Because that's what it's all about is interacting. And there's so many of you listening. And I want you to have as many ways as possible to give me feedback or ask questions or, you know, just say, hey, you know what? Your message today just really spoke to me. Thank you. Or, oh, you nailed it. That's exactly it. Thank you. I'm not alone. You know, those are the like inspirational moments of life. Okay, so we need to do our quote of the day, and it's the letter G. And I'm kind of in a stilly mood, so I picked the word grass. Went to the quotationary, and I gotta tell you, there are quotes on grass. And I was, the reason that word came to my mind is because I was looking out at my lawn and how it needs to be mowed, but it's been raining so much that um, it hasn't been mowed yet, and Then today's kind of crummy. Now we gotta wait till payday to get the gas for the mower. Uh, Yeah, that's the world I live in. And then it will probably rain after I have the money to get the gas for the mower. (sighs) This vicious cycle. But anyway, I digress. So, this whole thought process of the lawn and needing to mow the grass and then you know, led me to. I wonder if grass is in the quotationary. And guess what? It is. There are one, two, three, four of them. Two of them are by Walt Whitman, one by Shakespeare, one by Thomas Decker. Um, Thomas Decker has just made me laugh. And then I'm like, all right, I'm definitely just going to do the word grass because it's funny. Thomas Decker said, grass is the hair of the earth. And I think that's so funny because Walt Whitman in 1855. Now listen to Walt Whitman's quote from 1855. A child said, what is the grass? Fetching it to me with a full hands. Can you see the kid coming up to you? And he's just plucked the grass, right? How could I answer the child? I do not know what it is any more than he. What if Walt Whitman would have connected with Thomas Decker? Because when the child said, what is the grass? Thomas Decker would have said, it's the hair of the earth. The two quotes should have got together. These two gentlemen, right? And I just thought that was kind of funny. Um the other ones weren't really that good but I just thought Walt Whit- Whitman's about the child asking what is grass and that he couldn't answer because he didn't know how to describe it but if that same kid would have asked Thomas Decker instead of Walt Whitman he would have found out grass is the hair of the earth. Ha! Huh. Who knew? Yeah this is the way my brain works. It must be the sound of shredding paper and whatnot. I uh I don't know i I tutor um, one student, and so I'm tutoring over the summer, and I went there this morning, and her mother is actually my hairdresser, and so I wore my hair in pigtails yesterday. Yes, I wore my hair in pigtails, and I'm in my mid-40s, but it's growing out, and it's long enough to go into pigtails, so that's what I did. I uh, (laughs) just took the pigtails down, like, in the middle of the night. I was going to leave them in while I slept, and I couldn't stand it anymore, so I took down the pigtails, and... All right. Females or any male that lives with a female that goes to bed with wet hair. Because where the ponies were in my hair, it was still wet because my hair is so thick. So I woke up and my hair is creative. And I'm like, I don't have time or the desire to brush my hair. So I just put it up in a messy bun. And it just barely reaches I have a little bit that hangs out because of the length. But You know, and my husband just looked at me because I'm going to my hairdresser's home to tutor her daughter looking like a ragamuffin. And I'm like, give me a break. It's like she sees me at the worst. Our hairdressers see us at our worst. I mean, they mop our hair down. They color it. They know the color of our roots. They know where our cowlicks are crooked and where our hairlines are receding that they cut to hide. You know what I mean? Give me a break. So I went over and she said, so what are we doing for your hair next week? You know, because I usually get my hair done as close to the start of school as I can. And I said, I don't know. I'm not going to grow it much longer than my shoulders. You know, we talked about cuts, you know, highlights, lights, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I would show you my hair, but I'm quite embarrassed. I haven't even brushed it today. And she laughed. And she said, give me a break. She goes, you're one of my few customers that sees me like, like this. She goes, I'm still in my pajamas with my... My bed bun in, and I said, "True that." I took my I took my messy, unbrushed hair down, and I'm I'm thankful to say she was still able to just kind of take her fingers through it because it had only come out of the piggies, you know, during the night. So we have a plan for next week, which is exciting. But I came home. I made the bread dough before I left. I got home. The bread dough had raised during that hour I was gone. The house smelled of bread dough if you've ever made bread dough that um, like I've come to really love the smell of the yeast in the water as it prepares and that's really the science behind bread is making sure your yeast has time in the warm water to get that right consistency of foaming and that is nothing you will ever read in a cookbook you just when you see it you know it's ready and that's I have no secrets of what, you know, and I could probably try taking a picture, but it wouldn't come out. So that's where making bread is just, um, it really is kind of a science, but you just need to keep doing it and keep doing it. And then you know what you're looking for. And I've let my yeast go too long in the past and my bread, you know, didn't rise as well or was like a crash and burn and it was my own fault. 'Cause you cannot multitask when you're making bread. You will not succeed in most cases. So I did make bread. So tomorrow's blog is about oh I wish I could make I want to break make bread today. I already cross it off the list. Woohoo! My bread is made. Donuts over the weekend. So that's like the exciting thing of the day. I'm making bread, I've done tutoring. I'm not going to school today. Nope. Uh uh-uh. uh. Back at it tomorrow. Today is a day at home and at my dad's to get stuff done there's uh some stuff that we need to get done there, and it's not raining, so my husband's already up there doing the weed eating and some of the stuff that's on his to do list and I'm not really sure what's on my to do list, but my dad got us a an air fryer for our anniversary yesterday, and I'm like dad we don't we don't do anniversary gifts." <laughs> He goes, well, I've heard a couple people talking about it. Kara and someone else, you know, they were telling me, you you know, this air fryer is awesome. You know, and Dad said, with you guys, you know, eating healthier, making better choices. He goes, I thought it'd be a way that you could kind of have that fried food without the grease. And I said, oh, I love that idea. And so I think we're going to try cooking in the air fryer tonight. Uh. I don't know what we're going to have. I'm going to look and see what I have in my freezer. Maybe some chicken strips and some beef strips. I don't know. And so I'm kind of excited for that. And My dad and my husband are both, they both know me and they know me so well. And I love to bake. I love to cook. I love time in my kitchen. Which probably if you looked at my house, you wouldn't think that that was like one of my greater passions because my kitchen is so small. But, you know, you work with what you have, and this is what we have. We have a smaller house, and so the kitchen isn't too big. But I do a lot of baking in here. And, like, in the winter, like, when it's Christmas time and I'm doing Christmas baking, I set two six-foot tables up in the living room, which is, like, right connected to the kitchen. And that's where the cookies go to cool. You know, they just go right in on the table, and I use the whole house. But because my husband and my dad keep getting me such great kitchen uh it's not appliances but tools you know like this cool air fryer awesome awesome air fryer and then dad had got us a double waffle maker for Christmas because we're always making waffles and you know it makes one at a time which is good if there's a couple of you but Usually anytime Mary has friends over, that's what it is. Mom, are we doing waffles in the morning? You know, just waffles, fresh fruit, chocolate chip waffles, pumpkin waffles. So dad got us a double waffle maker for Christmas. It's our family gift or, you know, like you got a sandwich, like a panini or some kind of sandwich maker for my husband for Christmas. I have three different sized crock pots for depending on what I make. And now I have this awesome air fryer. Here's the deal. I don't have anywhere to store all this amazing stuff. So as I sat in the kitchen today, finishing up the third round of dishes of the day, and I'm like, oh, all right. I got this awesome air fryer. I want it where I can get my fingertips on it rather quickly. But my bench, I have this bench in the kitchen, and it's from my aunt and grandmother's house, and I love the bench, and it used to have a pad on it, Well, the pad's not there anymore, and it is housing all of these items. And, like, my seal-tight containers for the gluten-free flour, like, they get stored there, you know, until I need, you know, I replenish, and then it goes back, right? Basically, it's my kitchen catch-all. Does that make sense? Everybody has a catch-all spot in their house. Well, all my kitchen catch-all is all on this bench. And the last two times Mary's come home from college, she said... You know, she wants to visit. I'm making dinner or whatever. And when she was in high school, she loved sitting on this bench. And even in elementary school, she remembers sitting in there in fourth grade telling me about whatever the social studies project she was doing in Miss Stoutenburg's class on this bench. So when she was home a couple of weeks ago, she goes, I'll help you. And she goes, or at least just visit with you while you cook. And I said, oh, I would love that. Why don't you come out? She goes, where am I going to sit, Mom? I said, ah, Papa, squat, jump up on top of the washing machine. And I'm thinking, you know what? I want to give that bench back to her and make a new cushion for it. And surprise her, like, when she comes home on Thanksgiving break, have, you know, the cushion there so she can sit on it. And I'm like, oh, but I don't know where to put all this stuff. Because this is the stuff I use. So I don't want to, like, store it in another room or... I use my crock pots all the time. I use my waffle maker probably once or twice a week. You know, the sandwich maker gets pulled out two or three or four times a week. Um, and, you know, my dad's right. The healthier we eat, and with school starting, the crock pots are, you know, they're used so often because that's the only way we're going to eat. But I don't know. So I had this idea. I said, oh my gosh, I have this space between the dryer and this cup are one set of countertops and cupboards. I don't even open one half of the door because I have so much stuff stored in there that I feared if I opened it, I probably would, um, it would never go back in the same. So I access everything on that side of the cupboard through the one door to the right. So I never open the left door. I'm like, hmm, what if? And my dad is such an amazing, amazing carpenter. I mean, he's just, he's gifted. He's a gifted carpenter. And one thing that after my mom passed away, his carpentry tools have really been collecting dust because he just doesn't have that inspiration to work in the shop anymore. You know, because that's him and my mom would spend hours and days in the carpent you know, out in the shop working on this project or that project and making things and you know, dad did the cutting, building, and mom would do the wood burning and then the painting and then dad would stain and So I think for him to go out there, it's hard. It'll be three years that my mom passed in September and you know, he keeps talking about, oh, he goes, you know, I kind of miss the work- workshop, but I don't really know what I would do if I went out there, because I don't want to just build the build. I'm spraying spray butter on my bread that just came out of the oven. So if you're hearing sounds, um, and I said, so it was like divine inspiration, like God tapped me on the shoulder today and said, hey, you have all these great items that you love from your dad and your husband and you have space, and you have this unused space, like, oh, I could probably find a cabinet. So I measured it, got the tape measure. And I'm like, wait a minute. I could probably find a container that would work, right? I could find a storage or shelving unit. I mean, between all of the options there are today, I'm sure I could find one, right? But if Dad built one and I helped him, or my husband helped him, or we both helped him, because there's some things he needs help with in the shop now, Um, I would have a cabinet handmade by my dad. And it might be the inspiration my dad needs to go back into the shop. So I sketched out my little ditty of a plan. And I called my father and I said, Hey, I have a proposition for you. And he goes, Oh, boy, here we go. You know, because that's just the way we are. And He goes, oh, we could do that. Send me one of your crazy drawings, because he always laughs. But he always can build what I saw in my brain from the very poorly drawn picture that is on my piece of paper, the sketch. So I sent it to him, and then on my way to tutoring, I brought the actual piece of paper. I just snapped a picture of it. And he said, oh, that's definitely doable. So he's going to build me a cabinet that fits perfectly between my dryer and my, cab- my, you know, my built-in kitchen cabinets for me to store all these great items so that I can have this bench back so that when my daughter's here and wants to visit, she can sit on the bench and visit. And I'm so excited. And, you know, I told him I would help him, and he wants me to learn how to use some of the equipment. And he also knows I'm kind of afraid of the McDonald's. You know, like cutting and the saws, they make me very nervous. So, we'll see how much. I said, I'll just do the heavy lifting, Dad. But we'll see. Uh, For him, I would try. So, yeah, that was an exciting thing today. That was my uh, exciting moment is, you know, this new air cooker and then standing there doing dishes and going, where am I going to put all this great stuff? And how can I get this bench back for when our daughter's home? And I'm like, ugh. I got it. I got it. And then the idea to have dad build it just made it that much better. So I'm so excited. And that's what we're going to be doing. So who knows, maybe we can get it done before school starts. Sometimes, depending on how inspired my dad is, he'll take the idea and run with it. So we'll, we'll find out if this is a, you know, he thinks about it a while, or if we get right to it. And I said, Dad, it doesn't have to be fancy. I'm just looking for functional. And he said, well, what if we got tiles and did, like, a tile on the top? He goes, because plywood is not pretty. And I said, I said, that's, like, fancy, you know, like, putting mortar and the tiles down. And I said, yeah, it would look pretty, but that's, like, a lot of work. And he goes, yeah, but they have, like, those peel and stick tiles that, you know, people put on the floor. He goes, why couldn't we just do, like, a peel and stick type tile? on the top and at least you're just not looking at plywood I'm like oh well that could work and then I'm just going to get a spring rod from the front because I don't want doors I want more usable space and I have bigger items that need to go in and if you put on doors then you got to have that you know support beam in the center for the doors to clasp to so I said I don't really want doors they said I'm just going to get a spring rod and make curtains to match the other curtains and do that he goes, oh, that's a good idea. So, I don't know. I'll keep you posted. So, there's your Wednesday midweek podcast. Quite the smorgasbord today, huh? But be sure to check out Living With Lisa, Keeping It Real on Facebook for a direct link over to my website for a page dedicated just to you that are listening to the podcast. So that you can have one more way to... uh, get a hold of me and that sends direct to my email. And I'd be able to respond to you via email or I can respond to you via podcast. Just let me know. All right. This is Lisa living with Lisa enjoying this beautiful Wednesday, August 22nd, 2018. I hope you're doing the same. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening.